0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on the day the Scotland squad for the Euros was announced. David Turnbull, Nathan Patterson and Billy Gilmore all make the 26-man squad. There's no place for Lee Griffiths or Ryan Gold in Stevie Clark's group. And on the domestic front, Aberdeen knock back a transfer request from Lewis Ferguson. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight, now this is the point of the show where I usually say two pundits' names. But pundit number two, who will be revealed in the next few minutes, is stuck in traffic and he's running late. And I'm not going to let him hear the end of it between now and and 8 o'clock But we'll reveal him in a minute Gary Caldwell is here Nice and early Gary, as a former Scotland international How exciting was it to just see a squad announced For a major tournament today? Yeah, it's amazing And it must be amazing for you know the players I've seen uh, Billy Gilmore's reaction was on uh, social media uh, And it's just fantastic to to see those players Obviously I dreamed of it myself and it, and it never happened But to see those players and, and what it must mean to them And the excitement of the games coming up Fantastic And I think it gets the whole country You know Whets yep. your appetite you, you can feel the games getting closer And uh, it'll be such a massive occasion Really looking forward to it And see this other pundit That we're waiting on We, we, we will reveal his identity soon Is he is he prone to this sort of thing? Is he, is he a bit of a An interesting character To be pinned down <laughs> To, to Get places on time. Yeah, he is, he is kind. I was just I, I've came from Manchester and I've managed to get here, so I don't know where he's came from, but I'm looking forward to finding out. Honestly, he'll be stuck in the traffic lights on Dumbarton Road, but he'll be here very soon. You can get in touch tonight on the usual channels: oh one four one nine five one one zero two five or Twitter at Clyde SSB. I don't mean to exaggerate this, right? But I don't think you can. We have waited. Since 1998 to have a discussion like this Where the men's team announces its squad for an international tournament Since 1998 we've waited to have this debate This is the type of thing that many of you have never heard On Clyde One Super Scoreboard before Me included So pick up the phone and let us know what you've made of it You've got 26 names to get through Did Stevie Clark get it right? What pleases you the most? And ultimately who's been unlucky to miss out? Who are the ones that you would... Have had in there I know the way Us football fans work In this part of Scotland We like a moan Let's be honest So It doesn't always have to be about The things that we've got wrong What about a bit of praise as well For the guys That are there 26 Players um, Give us your thoughts So 141951 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB There's the mystery pundit Right he's phoning me So producer Callum Can go and somehow Find him And direct him in here That's, we're, we're professionals here We're professionals But we don't, we don't mind that Things can Things can happen But please do pick up the phone Let us know what you make of the squad And tweet us as well If you would rather do that But it would be nice to speak to you These are like I say The types of discussions We've not had In a long long time I'm a bit torn Between running through 26 names Which might take quite a I think I will I think we have to Just one time um, The goalies Craig Gordon David Marshall John McLaughlin No real surprise there Three goalkeepers Here are your Defenders Uncapped And much talked about Nathan Patterson gets the nod Stephen O'Donnell Captain Andy Robertson Kieran Tierney Greg Taylor Liam Cooper Grant Hanley Declan Gallagher Scott McKenna And Jack Henry So in the midfield Uncapped Much talked about Billy Gilmore Callum McGregor Scott McTominay Stuart Armstrong John McGinn John Fleck And again David Turnbull Uncapped 
Much talked about And in the forward line James Forrest Ryan Christie Ryan Fraser Lyndon Dykes Shea Adams And Kevin Nisbet Gary We'll dig into some of the, the Debating points As the show goes on I'm sure As a general Overview What did you make of it When you saw that news today? I don't think there was any great Shocks I think The 26 man squad Was a massive boost For, for probably all managers In the mm-hmm. competition But uh, for Steve Clark in particular, I think what it did allow him quite comfortably to do was put the three big, you know, young names that that everyone probably wanted to see in there without, you know, really upsetting other people that have made a big impact and and getting Scotland there. The one name for me would be Lee Griffiths. That I think has he done enough week in week out this year to to merit that place? Probably not. But I think. At some point in this tournament We're going to need a goal And would you want any other Scotsman To come off the bench to get that goal uh, That's the only question mark I think we've got a lot of defenders So it would have been easy to kind of Put them in uh, and take a defender out uh, But uh, Overall Impressive squad and a squad that can really achieve something Right we've been joined by our mystery Third pundit Charlie McGrew How are you? How he's doing alright sorry Stuck in traffic Oh, nightmare the uh, temporary lights Two chest jumps for me, apologies But listen, he's... you walk here, big man? I was sweating there, man Running across <laughs> that corridor uh, I was hoping to get a wee coffee to start But nah, apologies That's not like me as well I've got to do that No blaming him, it's my fault, sorry He's come from Manchester and made it half five You've come oh, from Lindsay and you're here at ten past six shambles for Honestly me. Uh, I'm going to blame my mum My mum just kept talking to me Wouldn't let him out the door, so Right, but there you are Listen, what a lineup for you On the day the Scotland squad was announced 99 Scotland caps between us in the studio Obviously, I, I didn't account for any of them. You wouldn't, you don't need me to. T- if I if I had only managed the one, we could have made it up to a nice round number. But um, you can do the arithmetic for yourself. Forty four for Charlie, fifty five for Gary. So well, well placed to look at the squad and, and tell us what they think. You caught your breath. You good to go? Aye, good to go. What aye. do you make of that squad? Please tell me you've seen it. I've seen it. Aye, um, aye, very good, very good squad. Not a lot of surprises in there. Um, the, the, the only person I would maybe consider more is probably Shankland or Griffiths just for a goal off the bench yeah. um, I'm not quite sure who I would have took out though that's the thing I'd maybe I made, mm-hmm. went one less defender or um, I didn't have Nathan Parson down to go in um, Rangers fans are going to be hating me for that but what about um, Greg Taylor do, do you think again, with, with Tierney and Robertson in there is he going to play I know he's done aye. you know in fairness to him he's done well when he's played for Celtic so it's nothing against him but is he realistically going to play he wasn't in my squad either to be fair I mean I think that I think when you go to these competitions I think when you've got a few players that can play in different positions I think um, Ryan Fraser can do right wing back can't he yep. James Forrest can do right wing back so that would that would be enough to have Parson maybe knowing the squad and then we don't maybe don't don't need another left sider, and that would give us more players in the forward area when maybe we need a goal, which we will do at some point, and you can throw goal scorers on. But so overall, I'm, we're pretty pleased. Aye, of, of course. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a great squad. Uh, some really good players in there, good young players. Gilmore. Mm. I think but, I think what people bring out with the games is important as well. You mm, know, aye, you know more than anyone the banter you bring to squads that you know some guys might be in there for. Mm-hmm. You know, to keep spirits up, to, he, to keep training. He'd miss kick off for the first game. <laughs> Absolutely no use. You know, but it's not just about after ten minutes. It's not just about playing on the pitch. Yeah. It's it's more than that. Well, there's a lot to get through between now and eight o'clock. Call one four one nine five one one zero two five. So let's see what you made of it. Josh is a big Scotland fan from Irvine. Happy, Josh. Over the moon, Gordon. Uh, how are we doing, guys? Uh, this squad, by the way, you know. Uh, 
I would never, but honestly, I was like, I was like a kid at Christmas today. Um, I was in. Uh, I was, oh, honestly, it was it was just fantastic. Um, the three new boys coming in: Gilmer, Turnbull, and Patterson. It just fills you with so much optimism about going forward. See, I look at this squad, right, and 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 I see, I see swagger, um, you know that kind of gallus, um, kind of spirit. And I see ability, and I, I just think that we, I'm, I think they're going to, they're going to need to invent a new tournament, by the way, because we're just going to win everything. Um, and by the end of this June, I'm telling you right now. Andy Robertson will be lifting the Euro Trophy. <laughs> I like your optimism. At ten past six, I, I, I'm not sure we can uh, we can beat that. So, might as well just just pack it up. But Josh is right on the money. The obvious headline is the three, isn't it? It's it's Turnbull, Gilmore, and Patterson. For weeks and weeks, the debate has been going on about will those three make it. I don't know whether this is an old sort of Scottish thing. I, I was just prepared for at least one of them to not be in it, and there'd be a big a big uproar about it. But all three of them are in. What do you, what do you make of that? I think. You know, like Josh says, it does fill you with optimism. Younger players, you know, coming into a squad, it just—I think it will give the players a boost as well. The big thing for me is, can these players get in the team? You know, I think they have the potential to possibly get in the team at some point in the tournament, and that again will be massive for the this tournament, but also tournaments in the future. And I think it's, you know, it's a great squad in that regard. The optimism that it, that it's going to give the whole country. Those three, Charlie, are you impressed with their inclusion? Definitely. It would have been interesting to see what, what the manager would have done if Kenny mm-hmm. McLean and, and Ryan Jack yes. were fit. When, when you look at the A3 coming in, it's... Because um, we, we had a lot of calls you know, months ago saying these guys need to go anyway. I know, I know. We, could, could you make a case for them prior to the injuries? You probably... It's it's a difficult one because Ryan Jack and Kenny McLean have played their part. Yep. And as Gaz said earlier there, it's, it's more than just... Um, on the field, you, you need a good a good squad and a, a good um, good um, banter off the field yeah. and a squad that all get along. So these three different lads coming in um, are going to need to settle in quickly. But it's great for the country to have these these young players coming in, and um, I'm sure that they just wanted the chance to get in the squad. And once they're in the squad, mm-hmm. guys, you, you know yourself, you can work your way in, you can play your way in. There's lots of chances mm-hmm. in training. There's friendly, so it's exciting. It's good. Josh, are those three at a level where not only are they, you know, they're not just getting taken along for the experience, they're not just going to be carrying the kit, you think they can potentially make an impact in the, the team? I, I definitely think so. Parson maybe less so. I think O'Donnell will maybe play most most of the Euros. Gilmer, uh, I'm, I'm hoping he gets about a game time. He, here's, right, here, here's, a, here's a few for you. Here's a hot take, right? What about this? John McGinn, Scott McTomney and Billy Gilmer. That is the best midfield trio in Europe. <laughs> the first one I was I was all on board with, and but by the way, what whilst we shouldn't, no, we can still laugh at that. That is a good midfield trio. Whether it's the best in Europe, right. well, maybe maybe we'll hold back a wee bit. But it's a, that's a good trio. It does sound good, doesn't it? It's um, players playing the Premier League at the highest level. Yeah. Um, I unbelievable. Who'd have thought a Scotland midfield would have mm. a Man United player, a Chelsea player, and an Aston Villa player playing at that that level um, and doing so well at Aston Villa? So I. That, that that does sound good But I'm sure Gilmore will have a bit of work to do in training mm-hmm. Before he forces when to start at 11 Is that the best midfield trio in Europe? Gary Caldwell <laughs> Hopefully after <laughs> after the Euros we can say it is But I think I, I, I used to remember playing Scotland games And, and looking at the, the programme and the team sheet on the back And when you're playing I don't know Moldova and you know Bulgaria and teams like that It would have their club team next to it And you used to always look And it was like 
top teams from all over Europe, and yet the the team was kind of we were we were regarded as the favourites for mm-hmm. the game. I think now Scotland have a team where, like you say, Chelsea, Man United, Aston Villa, Liverpool. You know the, Arsenal, these are Kieran Tierney, Arsenal. And you know big clubs, big reputations. We've now got a team that we can put on the part that I think can can really cause teams problems and and uh, be a match for anyone. Josh, you, you've peaked. The, the show's peaked at quarter past six. Your your optimism, but do you know what? See if we win the Euros and one of those three wins the Ballon d'Or, you can be the first one back on it. You sound like an England fan there, Josh. The way they talk about their country, don't they? They've got their cell bombed right. Well, they've got their cell won the tournament all the time. Listen, listen, guys. I, I've 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 been following Scotland for years and years, uh, and I was lucky enough to get three tickets for all for all three games. Uh, and I've got to say, this England game, they are absolutely bricking it because we are going to <laughs> oh, do it. Pump them, <laughs> Josh. You've got me worried, right? I, I, I like optimism as much as the next guy, but I, I'm, I'm I don't know. Right, anyway, thanks to Josh. Let's hear what the manager had to say on that trio: Turnbull, Patterson, Gilmore. It's three very talented players. Uh, three places in the squad that you have to fill in the best way possible and try and use as an advantage for the squad and the, the, the country moving forward. Uh, I think the certainly Nathan Patterson and, and David Turnbull have caught the eye up here in Scotland this year with their performances for Rangers and Celtic. Billy Gilmore's a player that I've known for a long time. I know he's very, very well regarded at Chelsea. He's it was nice to see him getting a, a few games recently in the team and looks as though he's over his, his injury and, and looking like I'm all, his old self. So it's good to get them involved in the squad. I've tried to stick as much as possible with the, the nucleus of the squad because I think that's important. The, the camaraderie and the, the togetherness of the squad was a, big, was a big part in the qualification. So I've tried to keep that together and I've added three young ones who will liven it up a little bit. Let's bring in Andrew in Shettleston. Andrew, don't worry, you, you don't need to be quite as optimistic as, as Josh, um, but take it away. What are your thoughts on the squad? Uh, sorry, I'm just came in from my work with him. I just caught, I just caught it on the radio, the squad, the mm-hmm. squad there. Uh, and I kind of believe Lee Griffiths is in it. OK, he's not been playing for Felix, but he's making an actual goal score on Scotland. And I also heard that Greg Taylor was in the squad. I'm a Celtic fan, and I've, I've never seen that guy play a decent game for Celtic. That guy goes backwards, backwards, backwards. I don't know what the manager's thinking. All right, listen, that's that's the beauty of this show. Josh has got his win in the Euros, the Ballon d'Or. Andrew's raging with the squad. Absolutely fine. Right, I knew that certainly one of the main exclusions was always going to be Lee Griffiths because that was the debate last night and for the last few weeks. What do you make of the fact he's not, not been included? I agree. Uh, for me, uh, Lee Griffiths would have been in the squad. There's going to be a time in the, in the tournament uh, that we're going to need a goal. Last 10 minutes Either needing to draw a game Or win a game And I imagine it was to To qualify for the group So I think that He would be the natural one You would turn around and look at Along with Shankland as well You could argue that You could turn around and say That's what we, we spoke about Drop a defender mm-hmm. of, Did you play with Griff at I Wolves Griff. And Celtic? No just at Celtic I played with him and So it, what type of character is he? What is he going to bring Off the pitch? Uh, is well, that a problem? Well He's, he's just a quiet lad He's not a bad lad He's just a quiet lad So he would just be quiet Just would be in his room With, with a pack of Haribos Just <laughs> Just uh, He's just that type of boy He's like yeah. a wee boy He's, he's, he's like, not, not a bad lad He's a, he's, a, he's actually alright um, But he's goal scoring ability He's got that wee bit Of something extra Where mm. he'll get a shot away And when you need a goal he can, he can score a goal I mean Gary The thing about Lee Griffiths is 
whether, whether it's right or wrong And Andrew disagrees and, and Charlie to an extent disagrees The reasons that he's not included Are staring you right in the face Everyone knows what they are He's not been in a position To play much football recently And it, a lot of the, the praise Is about his natural goal scoring ability Or his previous goal scoring ability If you include him You need to leave someone else out So if it's a striker Does Kevin Nisbet miss out After the season he's had Or are you, are you shuffling from, from elsewhere? I think you'd shuffle from elsewhere, but I, I think he he will feel, you know, disappointed in himself because ultimately he's not done enough. You know, and we, we said that he he hasn't had the best season. He could have done more. He could have been fitter. He could have scored more goals. But in saying that, it's about trying to qualify out a group which Scotland have never done. It's at that moment in a major finals when you need a goal. Who's the best Scotsman to? To come on and get that goal For me it's Lee Griffiths So that's where Not knowing the ins and outs Not knowing the players in the squad personally uh, I, w- I would have considered them And then and then you add up all those dynamics Does it work? You know, Can, can we lose a defender off that list? For me we can To, to give us more ammunition And more options in, in an attacking area Andrew is questioning the inclusion of, of Greg Taylor You could maybe look at Do, do we need three left backs? I've seen a lot of people make that What's behind that? We, we sp- heard, is it is Kieran Tierney really a centre back now? Is that where it comes from? Well, I heard Steve Clark saying today in his press conference, he said um, his squad, a lot of the squad was picked because to to work because there's a lot of training sessions, so to balance it in training. Mm-hmm. So having worked under Steve Clark, he does a lot of shape and a lot of um, defensive work and unit work. So he probably needs the players in his squad for that. Um, what a lot of eleven v eleven, like eleven v eleven, yeah. and. Um, Takes units away So take the defenders away And it, there's one drill he does Where he needs He needs actual eight defenders To, to So mm-hmm. that's maybe part of his thinking And you can understand that Because there is a lot of sessions In the build up to the And to the To the tournament But uh, If it was me mm. I would drop a couple of defenders And add a bit more attacking Looking at Even the most recent set of games Where We eventually went to a back four and Kieran Tierney was one of the centre backs. We talk about he has to play. Him and Robertson have to play. So is there every chance that even if we if we are in a back four, it, it, you know Tierney's one of the centre backs, and maybe maybe that is that why you carry a spare left back? And not for me. Not you don't have to. Uh, if there is an injury in that situation, you can quite easily move Tierney out and bring a centre play half Scott on. McKenna or whatever. We're uh, never going to be in a back four, are we? But I was just going to say. I just yeah, mean in the I most recent we'll... game, the Israel game. Remember, we were all over the place first half, and then we went to a back four Did, at half time, nah. and Tierney was. Was one of the the centre backs because you're just not dropping him. I think we'll be a back three though. I do think we'll yeah. be a back three. I think we'll be hard. Or to certainly beat. against the opposition that we're going to be uh, up against. I think we'll, you know, that's a given, and and Tierney will be left centre back within mm. that. Andrew, it's a good point. Thank you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Get your calls. Keep them coming in, and we'll take more of them next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Charlie McGrew and Gary Caldwell in the studio I said earlier it's worth repeating a nice number 99 Scotland caps in this studio To look back on that squad selection today So what did you make of it? More importantly on the phones or on Twitter uh, Mr RFK says Brilliant, if you're good enough age doesn't matter These guys may never get to another tournament So it's only experience that benefits them and Scotland uh, Craig Murdoch says One less centre back for Ryan Gold Would have made it a near perfect squad Other than that Surprisingly positive Hopefully the young boys can train Or play their way Into the starting 11 uh, 01419511025 on the phones Let's go to Craig in Clydebank How's it going Craig? 
Craig, can you hear us? Yeah, we'll get Craig in a minute. I mean, he's there. I can hear him. He's stuck in the traffic jam that Charlie Mulgrew's just left in Clyde Bank. Um, yeah, it's a bad one, do you know what the thing is? We've set, I've set you up an absolute nightmare because there's obviously you're not getting much sympathy, and there's a lot of there's a lot of jokes about Charlie Mulgrew and cars on Twitter. Uh, do you know what I mean? Uh, I, I won't go there. I just I, I just can imagine. I was going to crack it myself, and I thought I'd just <laughs> nah. need to drop that. It's the first time you've been here. <laughs> Twenty five minutes. I, 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 I don't feel I know you well enough yet. <laughs> By half seven, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, we'll get Craig in a minute. Let's bring in Ronnie first. Ronnie, can you hear us? Hello, man. How you doing? I'd like to have a word with Charlie, please. Ask Charlie a question. Ronnie, how you doing, mate? How you doing, Charlie? Listen. And do you know thing that Scotland are going to the Euros at a disadvantage? Whereas we're a small country compared to look at the other countries. And we've got Alan McGregor, who in my opinion is probably the best goalkeeper in Britain um, at the moment. I know he's 39, I know he's also fell out with the SFA, but we need everything we can possibly get. Would you not agree that he should be there? I, I definitely think Alan McGregor uh, should be there for the quality of goalkeeper is, but I mean, I don't think he wants to be there, does he? Um, I think if he wanted to be there, he would be there. Um, I don't know if there's been question asked or whether the manager's tried to go to him again or what, but I, but I think we do have good goalies. David Marshall's a great goalie and Craig Gordon's unbelievable as well. John McLaughlin's a good goalie as well, so we are we do have quality goalies, but I agree with you, Alan McGregor's a great goalie. If he doesn't want to be there, Ronnie, he obviously retired from international football. Is there much more you can do? Granted, we don't know exactly what links, if any, were went, but you know, were, were explored. I know, I know, he had a, I know he had a boy with SFA with Barry Bergen a few years back, but this isn't the greatest group in the world we're playing against. You're not going to get an easy group. I think with a possibility we've got a chance to through the next one if we it's a decent enough squad. The three players that come in today, the extra three players, Turnbull. Um, Billy Gilmer and the young fella Patterson, yep. uh, That was the three I would probably pick to get in Yeah I think everyone seems to be happy with, with those three The goalkeeping one Gary the, the season that he's had If he wanted to be he would be in it obviously wouldn't he Alan McGregor but with, Mind made doubt. up Without a doubt I think you know Marshy, uh, Craig Gordon and Alan McGregor Are the three goalies from my Kind of generation I, I, I played with Alan McGregor in Scotland Schoolboys Many many years ago uh, and to see the three of them, you know, still playing so well. Obviously, Marcy and Craig have made the squad. Uh, it's fantastic to see. I think they'll bring really Marcy and Craig will bring brilliant experience to it. But obviously, Alan, for whatever reason, you know, doesn't want to be there, and and we have to goalie that. And and John McLaughlin is a brilliant goalie as well. So I think we're well mm. uh, well covered in that position. Oh, Craig's just disappeared, and he had a good Gary Caldwell story. And hopefully, we'll, we'll get Craig back. The I mean Go back to the 13th of November David Marshall Could have got the freedom of Scotland I mean the way we felt The next day after The, the night before And what he did to get us there He's had a bit of a difficult time Since then Not always been playing for Derby Is the door open for Craig Gordon Or, or John McLaughlin To be number one or, or do you still expect it to be David Marshall uh, No, nah, I expect it to be David Marshall But I don't I think the two goalies Will probably be looking at that Thinking there's an opportunity there Especially Craig Gordon um, Who's a Unbelievable goalie, probably best goalie I've I've played with along with Marshall. So, um, I, I they, they'll be looking at it like that, probably thinking there's a chance here because David Marshall's not maybe not been playing. But I think that international managers should should look at what the player's done for them, probably and how mm. uh, and how he's what he's done for the country before. I know obviously if you've not played for for a long long time for your team, then you don't expect to be in the, play for your country. But 
It's not been that long So I still yeah. expect Maybe number one uh, Right thank you Ronnie It's a good question 01419511025 Right let's speak to someone On the phone Who got the, the text The email The phone call I don't know how it worked out But he got the call up That everybody dreamt about When they were a kid We're delighted to say Stephen O'Donnell Who's on the bus Joins us on the line How's it going Stephen? Hi, how are you? Good. No, good. I've, I've had worse days. I was going to say, we're not as good as you, quite clearly. Um, but you, you, you stood in this very studio on Friday night, right over there where Charlie McGrew's standing, and you were giving it, oh, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm a bit nervous, I don't want to talk about it, I, I might not be in the squad. Did you know, did you secretly deep down know, were you, were you kidding us on the full time? No, look at Charlie will tell you that the standard of Steve Clarkson, that's, that's what I'll tell you. <laughs> you knew you were in the squad once ago. <laughs> nah, uh, I, 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 obviously, we played in the last couple of games, you hoped you had a good chance, but it changes quickly at a national level. And one minute you're in playing, next minute you're out. So you never take it for granted. But I certainly had hoped I'd have the chance, and, and I've, I've managed to have that. So. So I certainly can't complain. Yeah, really. I never, I never took one, honestly, one squad for granted. Really, never one. I always looked at the squad to think, no matter how well you'd been doing or how well you'd done, you always knew there was there was loads of players, weren't there? Yeah, I, I, I never done that. I don't know about MDLs, but I, I never took any squad yeah. for granted. I mean, Stephen, what what's it like? Because I'm keen to get your insight. Most of us mere mortals will never never experience it. What, what is a call up like? When when did you get it? Is it a phone call? Is it you know? How, just explain what's happened in the last couple of days. Well, I'm sure Charlie will, will back me in this. There's not too many years of graces about it. We, I got a text, I think, about quarter to 12 or half 11 round about then, just saying that you're in the squad. So, Who's that from? Um, uh, from Frank. Big Frank. So, uh, <laughs> Frank, by the, Frank runs Scottish football. Is he the man that pulls he, the strings? He, if you need anything, Frank's the man. Right, OK. So Frank <laughs> texts you, and the text says what? Well done, Congratulations. I, that's... Uh, I have more to follow, basically. <laughs> Shut up. Oh dear, oh dear, hold on. Charlie McGrew's pointing at the TV because John McGinn is down holding his calf or something in the Aston Villa game. Ah, we don't need that, do we? I'm looking at his haircut. He, he still <laughs> sits he still sits in the, the kitchen and gets his haircut by his mum, didn't he? <laughs> You can't all of the looks that you've been going I was going to say, I'm just a great fade his mum's gave him. I'm just, I'm admiring the fade his mum's gave him in the kitchen. We're, we're number four. <laughs> he's up, but he's, he's up. up. He's, he's up. He's up. He's up. He's up. He's moving. Um, I heard him saying cramp. That's why I can laugh. Stephen, where, where were you when you received the text today? Uh, I was actually on my way back from DL because uh, we'd been told to, to um, keep ourselves fit, and uh, there was kind of like a the fitness for duty had been put out, so. You knew there was a possibility So I was up at DL Doing a wee bit I thought I might have bumped into you But you yeah, you weren't doing any running I got a goal for me today no, I'll leave <laughs> that running to you proper athletes um, And so be on your own Are you, you, you straight on to the family What's it like trying to, to deal with all the madness oh, look, I, I think it's Before it was announced It was quite, it's quite quiet So you're not really There's not really too much Much stress about it um, Kind of spoke to Spoke to my missus and then, and then spoke to my dad And then and then just had to kind of drive back and stuff. And then by the time I got home, I think I'd to, it was announced in Sky. And then I had to go up to Fur Park for, for an interview. So there wasn't much um, hanging about. I don't know if the missus is best pleased with uh, the lack of time spent with the kids before I go away. But <laughs> she'll go over it. <laughs> well, I hope she's not listening. Um, <laughs> Stephen, you mentioned something about, about fitness there. So you, you said you, you obviously didn't know you were in the squad until today. But, but is there a process there where you're clearly under consideration? and and you're then so so have you been told 
you know, your season finished with Motherwell at the weekend there, but you were told what to, to keep fit for a certain period of time just in case. I you just kind of been given the heads up that you were looking to for a couple of days off Monday, Tuesday, and to kind of get back at it. And um, and today was that day, and then thankfully, I don't know how I felt doing hundreds of running today, and then and then not being in the squad, it was a bit harder to take. But but no, it's uh, it's fell well for me, so, and so I can't complain. What have you made of the the rest of the squad? You've got your you know, club teammate Declan Gallagher in there Well, former I suppose now um, I think you had a brief overlap with David Turnbull And then loads of guys that you'll know from From previous squads of course What did you make of the other names that join you? Yeah, no, look, it's, it's obviously An exciting kind of Some fresh new faces um, Obviously very disappointing for the ones that missed out through injury um, But allows opportunity for, for, for other people to come and Stake a claim and Hopefully they can do that for for the for the tournament and, and for the future. They're all almost the ones that are new are all young and and, um, and I'm sure they'll they'll be big additions to the squad. Obviously I've not seen too much of a couple of them, um, but obviously David I spent a wee bit of time with at, at Murrow and that short time I could see he had a, a a bit of quality kind of that kind of maybe X factor that kind of final ball that that end product that um, uh, is is obviously a crucial part of the game and, and the season they had had at Celtic. In difficult circumstances Shows you how good a player is and What's next then? What is the, the Kind of timeline? What's the schedule? What, what does it look like? What's next? The next um, couple of weeks? Next is Keep yourself ticking over For the next I think Maybe it's eight days Something like that And then we're meant to meet Up the 27th I'm sure um, I actually fired, fired The itinerary over to my My wife right away <laughs> she's, she's the one that will know it More than me uh, She uh, She'll be organising Who needs to be helping her Because uh, That'll be the more more drama. I just need to. I'm getting luggage sent out. That's a that's a first. So we're getting uh, Scotland day. bags pampered. Uh, so we're getting baggage sent sent out. So so I'll have a nice Scotland bag, which uh, will be a nice uh, a nice change. Look at that. Honestly, you lot spoiled. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the chocolate, Stephen Jink. The chocolate will be there for the whole Euros. The Fredos. <laughs> is that, that a Scotland that's thing? Only, yeah, it's the only that... thing I've been thinking of. Right, come ah. on. What what is this? Is this the I think it Stephen, might be Stephen can tell us Is that why you've qualified? That might be why you've qualified It was It was all the team spirit It's getting the balance The team spirit The wee rhubarb custard ones Were my favourite The wee The brother you like Dave as well Didn't you? There's there's not many I don't like So is that the secret to success? So who's providing these? What You sit and pig out For a couple of weeks There is a There's a There's a chocolate heaven Just when you go for a See the physio Or massage it comes with a bar of chocolate. It's magnificent. To highlight the Scotland camp. Not not quite the image I had of you elite athletes taking it all really seriously, but um, you're nodding along as they're telling the truth here. That's no, definitely. Yeah, I, so the the kitman brings. I, it's not loads. You bring some Freddos and a, a few sweeties. You're stuck in the hotel for however amount of days, so it's your wee treat for the day. You wake up in the afternoon and get a couple of sweeties. That's how exciting it gets. <laughs> Right, Stephen. Before we let you go, one one last chance. I mean, just how does it feel? Sum it up. You you don't you don't need to be, you don't need to act and and pretend that it's all cool and it's water off a duck's back type of thing. It must be amazing. Look, it's it's incredible. I, I, something I never thought I'd get to experience, and and what I'm a couple of weeks away from from properly being involved in the Euros in, in some capacity. It's um. It's like it's speech. I'm speechless with it. To be honest, I think you can build up all you want and think about it. And Charlie will tell you, I'm, I wouldn't be the most um, confident regarding future and, and whatnot. And and uh, I'm I'm over the moon. And I can't believe that I'm I'm getting to to represent my country at a major tournament. It's something I don't think many people would have, have managed to achieve. And for me to be one of them is um, 
Incredible Well done to you We're pleased for you Hopefully you enjoy it And just one last thing to clear up I don't think you'll ever be speechless So just let's just make that very clear <laughs> Alright good man That was Stephen O'Donnell Well done Stephen Run Stephen uh, Motherwell and Scotland defender That Don't make, make Kind of rub it in But Having had long Scotland careers and, and so many ups and downs And obviously part of those groups That couldn't quite get over that line Are you Pleased for these guys Is there a hint of Kind of jealousy there And, and what could have been Not at all no Pleased I think we kind of tried and failed, so to speak, and, and gave it everything. And I've said before on record, I've never been a part of a squad where I've felt any player has, has given less than 100%. Every player, a staff member I played with, gave everything to try and qualify. And for whatever reason, we couldn't. And this group of players have managed to do it, which is incredible. And they are the kind of the lucky ones that are going to, you know, the experience we don't know because we, we were little boys the last time it happened. So uh, I'm looking forward to it as a fan and, and supporting these guys. Are you quite on the same wavelength, Charlie? Because he's an old timer compared to you. Uh, I mean, you, you're so close. You you scored you scored goals. I think on this campaign, this Nations League campaign. Yeah, Is that um, the, the, the penalty. That's right, that's that, real. So that's the campaign that got us here. Aye, I suppose. Um, I obviously there's no getting away from it. Listen, so close yet, so far not not to be involved. It's you grow up dreaming it, but at the same time, you're part of the country that that are there. You're still involved. You're still this country's still going to have a buzz about it. Still going to watch it. Still going to support the lads. Still get friends in that group. Um, the management was good with me. The coaching staff were good with me there. So um, no, I wish them all the best, and I'm delighted for the lads. They're my mates. I am. I'm delighted for them. Um, I would love to have been there, don't get me wrong, there's no getting away for that, but um wasn't to be and uh good luck. Mm-hmm. Listen, if there's a few too many Fredos consumed, you you might still get a call ah, up. That's yeah, what you I'm always new at the Fredo room. Right, oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. I think we do have Craig back and we'll speak to him next. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Charlie Mulgrew and Gary Caldwell are in the building And they want to hear from you They want your thoughts on that Scotland squad That was announced today 26 man squad Maybe not loads of surprises But we are Scottish football fans We will argue about pretty much anything So there must be plenty of debate left Let's bring in Craig I think we've got him back Can you hear us this time Craig? I can hear you now aye Lovely, take it away We've all been waiting on this good Gary Caldwell story So don't let us down Aye, I just wanted to phone in and thank Gary um, yeah, I put a wee flutter on I fancy Scotland today, France uh, 1-0 at Hamden And it came in And he made me just under a grand so I just wanted wow. to thank the big man And thank him for that Gary, you surely drew a cup I'm due a couple of pints Surely for that I've never cut a pints That money's long gone But like, you know what Craig that That's what we've dined out on And it's, it was amazing that You talk about Gary James McFadden, you know, we, we've had these kind of moments, and and now now we're going to the tournament. How does that feel, and what do you make of the squad that's been picked to get us there? Ah, uh, it feels amazing. Like it's been so long since we've been at a major tournament. Um, I think the last time I was there, I mean, I think it was only about eighteen at the time. Uh, but even watching it when we had the penalty shootout, I couldn't. My eyes were closed. I could barely open them. Uh, and then I got the break to watch that last penalty. And the save by Davy Marshall Bouncing up and down the living room Like a lunatic My, my, my wings thought the house was coming down <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable uh, what, what do you make of the squad, Craig? Any real complaints? Or are, you, are you happy with it? 
No, I, to be looking at it, there's no real big surprises in there for me. Um, I think it's, I'm happy with that squad that he's picked. I think we've got a good chance of getting through it the last stages, get out of the groups. Charlie, you know that squad's inside out. You've been in it, you know pretty much every player in it. The manager, how talented a group is it? Um, I think you just need to look at the, the level that, that the players are playing at. They're playing at Premier League. We mentioned Chelsea, Man United earlier, competing at the top end. They've got players that are in a Champions League final squad um, that are turning up late because that, that, that's what the level they're playing at. So it just shows you um, the level of the squad. And there's good lads in there. More importantly, there's um, like Sir John McGinn, he'll, he'll keep the lads going, but he's a rubbish part of it. It's, uh, it's that bad. It's, he's funny and he's a good lad. And. Um, Aye, it's, it's a great squad It's a, a good bunch of lads um, How important is that? Now I know you guys haven't been to the tournament environment But it's going to be like a What you guys experienced Jacked up Because it would be even longer How important is the, the kind of camaraderie and so on? I think it's huge I really do I think The togetherness uh, The spirit is, is invaluable And it's going to be What, what probably Carries us over the line. Uh, the time you spend together, like Charlie said, in the hotel, you know, mucking about, doing, you know, it's important that that time is spent, you know, positively. Everyone gets on. There's no negativity. Mm. There's going to be highs and lows in terms of performance and results, uh, training sessions, and, and everyone has to stay together for a long period of time. So it's vital that uh, the spirit is good. And with what Charlie says, and, and you see the players when they're together, it, it looks like the spirit is very good. Yeah, Charlie, you mentioned John McGinn. Is he? Is he? This, who are the the standout personalities that will be key to what Gary mentions? Um, John McGinn definitely up there. He'll be the main main one. It's up to all sorts. Uh, he kind of he kind of floats about John McGinn, and he, he brings people together. He kind of he kind of brings the squad together. Always try to get in for coffees. Doesn't he go for afternoon sleeps? Never stops. Always um always having a banter. So I John McGinn probably the main one, um, but they're all good lads. There's no bad lads in the squad. They're, they're all nice nice bunch of lads and good professionals, and they like a good laugh. And um, I John McGinn's probably the main one for all that stuff. Is there anyone in there that word this right that maybe? Would would surprise you how good he is when you when you work up close. I'm not. I mean, they're obviously all at a good level. That's why they're there. Um, but I, I don't know. Take Scott McTominay for instance. There's always because of where Man U are at and where they used to be, and we don't. He's not one of our own in, in that in that sense. I feel like there's always discussions around kind of what 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 he can't do or whatever. Or Man United are always getting slaughtered for not being the team that they used to be and so on. But what are these guys like up close? Tommy's a top player. Uh, Andy Robertson's a top player. Um, these these guys are playing at a level for a reason. And and sometimes it was a bit like Darren Fletcher when he was in the squad when I first come along. There's a lot of pressure on them because they're coming for these teams and people expect them to be Maradona rolled into Pele all in one when, when they're with Scotland in training. But that's not their job and that's not what they do as a, at the club. They play a position in a good team and they. They're top top players, mm-hmm. and you can see it in training. You can see the that they're playing in training with with top players day in day out. Uh, Craig, is there anyone you know? If there was one name that you would have included in that group, who would it be? Oh, the only person I would really put in there would probably be Ryan Jack, but obviously he's injured. Yeah. And I feel sorry for the boy. You know what I mean? Can miss out in the tournament, but um, I, he'd have been the one name that would have been in there for me. Yeah, no doubt hard on those guys for sure Ryan Jack and Kenny McLean, Ollie McBurney Really, really tough on them Let's 
Bring in John and Penny Lee And see what he makes of it Hi John Thank you to Craig by the way And please gamble responsibly There won't always be a Gary Caldwell To get you out of a hole So uh, look after yourself John what do you make of the squad? Um, over the moon to be honest with you um, I, th- I think it's amazing That we can actually concentrate On something uh, quite positive now um, And just looking at that team sheet uh, It fills you full of, full of confidence I, I only, I've only really got uh, one point um, I, I kind of hope that um, that we Billy Gilmore that Turnbull um, these guys are, are given a chance um, I mean historically if you look at somebody that, that, you know the most recognised and best players in the world you know your David Beckham your, your, your Ryan Giggs your Wayne Rooney um, see these guys when they, when they began football they were given a chance early on in, in their careers and, and they flourished so I just I just hope that Steve Clark doesn't ruin this. You know what I what I see anyway as an opportunity for young Billy uh, Gilmore and uh, you know uh, Turnbull to come on and uh, and make a a, a real a, a positive impact uh, and a progression in uh, in this tournament. So I just wonder what the panel would uh, uh, think about that. Charlie is Stevie Clark the type of manager that these guys could win over in training and go from no caps to seriously featuring in the the groups. I think so. I think most managers like that. If, there's a lot of living via living and a lot of a lot of chances to impress. So, um, as I said before, Turnbull and Gilmore will be in, in Patterson will be trying to force their way in through mm. training. Um, and this might be difficult to to sort of think back. Is there anyone you can think of that's done that? That's maybe come into a squad that, and all of a sudden it's it's the training impact that's got them into the team. Um, there will be. I, I've seen. I remember players. I'm sure. I'm sure Chris Commons wasn't in a squad before, and he get pulled in late. Is that in standby mm-hmm. and he started the game? Um, I'm sure it was Chris Commons. I, I, I'm pretty sure and he started against Wales. Um, cause I remember being in the squad for the start and uh, I didn't play and he he came in and he and he played and, and you were raging, cursing him, uh, fuming. Um, nah, but but that, that that's definitely an opportunity. That's that's what they'll be thinking. That's what the lads will be thinking. Um, but I don't think they'll start. To be honest, I don't think they'll. I might be proved wrong, but I think the um, and injuries does give them an opportunity. But I think. Steve Clark will probably have his eleven um, that have got them there, and 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 ready to start. But he has proved. I mean, look at Declan Gallagher. He he was unbelievable in the playoff. And then he was he only played the last two games, did he? They no. put Grant Hanley straight in. So mm-hmm. the manager's shown that he is willing to change it based on club form and based on the training. The the training. I think he's big on he's big on playing. And he's big on if you play for your club. Like recently, I remember he said to me before. Make sure you're playing And, I'm, and it proved it with Declan Gallagher The last squad He never played him Because he hadn't been playing for Motherwell And he was the one everybody was talking about Had they played for Motherwell And Grant Hanley was straight in there mm. So These lads if, if they're playing then, then And they train well Then there's an opportunity there for them Gary who's the closest then Of those three to To going in do you think Is it Billy Gilmore Purely because Ryan Jack is injured And Kenny McLean is injured Callum McGregor as good as he is And he's been good for Scotland Maybe not had As good a season this time As as recent seasons would, would he be the closest of the three To, to get in and start I, I think they all have an opportunity I think Having been a manager You I'm sure Steve Clark will, will do this He'll, He will assess as soon as they turn up You'll assess how they meet people How they talk to people You'll assess their eyes You'll assess how they behave in the hotel How they train how they recover for trade. You will be watching them 24-7 and, and the team will get picked on who looks like they want to play, who's training well. Obviously, past games will come into it. 
But these guys, for me, have an opportunity to get in the team, as does every every player that's on that list, because they will do a lot of training sessions, they will play games before the tournament. And as a footballer, it's up to you to, to make sure you're in that team. And and these three players, for me, uh, if I was the manager, I, I would play mm. them. But obviously Steve Clark has that loyalty to, to players that, that I think is great. But he, he and again, also... to be fair, if you're talking midfield specifically, it's not it's not just loyalty, is it? You're up against some very talented guys. I mean, take even Stuart Armstrong, who I don't think is ever really a nailed-on starter for Scotland because of how strong the other midfielders are. Yet he's operating at a, a very good level. Yeah, without a doubt. But but they have to, like Charlie said, they're playing eleven v eleven every day. They're they're coming up against each other, and and in any good team, you need competition within the team. And and I think these players, the young players in particular. Will will be so hungry and so eager to impress it will drive the the standards up and everyone has an opportunity to play. What do you think, John? I don't think it should be a, a likership uh, going on in, in camp. I, I, I think it should be a case of uh, talent, uh, statistics, analytics. Uh, these these things I, I believe would be more important than you know someone being liked or someone that's got a, a reputation or someone that's you know played a few times. Look, look, look at Billy Gilmore. He got a couple of Manny matches on the first uh, a few games that he, he began. Um, surely that that that's a kind of wee red flag to say this guy's got something. Let, let's bring him in. Let's see what he's got. Let, let the country decide um, wh- whether or not he's a he's a uh, first team starter or not. But if he turns up for training and he's up against Scott McTominay in training, and Scott McTominay's bullying him about the pitch. And he's a much better player And Steve Clark can see that Then he's not going to put Billy Gilmore in the team is he? Look, for argumentative sake He's not going up against uh, McTominay And I'm not there In to, training to kind of make, I, I know but I'm not there to make that judgment And I understand I understand your point And I get I get it um, It's not for me to call it end of the, as, as I see him on the pitch uh, Today playing for his, uh, his club side He, he is a, a, a real um, uh, you know, it's a, it's a joy to watch. Absolutely, I think we'd all agree with that, John. Thank you very much. It takes us up to time for this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. Thescottishsun.co.uk/slash/football. I like this because there's every chance Charlie McGrew has got no idea what's going on and what he's just walked into. Gary Caldwell's got well. <laughs> yeah, it's just never mind. I'll explain it to you during the break. It is beat the pundit time. You come on the phone. You take on either Gary Caldwell or Charlie Mulgrew if the, if the coin lands. Oh, I know they about this. You answer as many questions right as you can in 30 um, seconds, and there's a signed ball up for grabs. Look at the look in his face. He's gutted. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you can't win the signed ball. It, oh, might, no. it might be heads, it might be Gary Caldwell. If you fancy taking one of them on tonight, 01419511025, you need to call before 7 o'clock, so be quick. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the second hour of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Charlie McGrew and Gary Caldwell are here Lots of reaction coming into the Scotland squad announcement So keep that coming uh, I'm sure there's plenty of talking points we've not quite covered off yet So 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB Charlie McGrew has just had a five minute crash course in this Let's see how we get on Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk/slash-football. Gary Caldwell, I don't know about you, but he's quite a big, laid-back, relaxed character. I mean, so relaxed he didn't turn up till ten past six. But I think even this is—I think he's pretty nervous about this. 
He's the most nervous I've ever seen him. He's, he's agitated. Oh, I, I can't. I can't think on the spot. <laughs> Listen, this is not going to go well. Right heads, it will be Gary Caldwell, and you'll be off the hook. And tails, it will be you. I think the thing is as well, you two are. You're tall enough that you can see over here and see this coin, so I can't even hide it. Some of the other pundits, even it's Hugh Keevens and Alex Ray, I just make it up. And they, they'll never be, they'll be none the wiser. But you two will be on it. So heads, it's Gary. Tails, it's Charlie. Oh, it's tails as well. I just knew that, that feeling. You, you, you just know that gut feeling. You're going to get picked out. I I just knew it was going to be me. You're going to have a bad shot at golf. You just know it, don't you? Brian and Bishop Briggs, he's nervous. Is his bottle going to crash? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's my first time as well, so. I don't know how it's going to go I, I, know, I know that But with all due respect Brian You'll just be able to slip into the background And get on with your night If this goes wrong I'll be talking to him about this Till 8 o'clock And then everybody on Twitter Will be slaughtering him So uh, right Anyway Let's see how we get on Charlie here's what's going to happen I'm going to give you something else To listen to For the next minute or so right. And then we'll bring you back So don't worry Right We've given him some Clyde too Brian I'm going to put 30 seconds On the clock I've just I think that's right. 30 seconds on the clock You're head to head with Charlie And you can pass Are you ready? Go for it Right let's go 30 seconds starts now Name any uncapped player In the Scotland squad today Nathan Patterson Which striker left Aberdeen This week to join Livingston Um, Pass Name the only outfield player In the Euros squad Who's 30 or older Pass Which player played the most minutes For Rangers this season Uh, Conor Goldson Which British club is actor Ryan Reynolds The co-owner of Pass. Who did St Johnson beat the last time they won the Scottish Cup in 2014? Um, okay, Charlie, can you hear us? Yep. Good. You ready? Yep. Let's go. How are you feeling? Nervous? Palms are sweating. Good. That's what I like to I've hear. Passed in here. <laughs> is that is that the sage advice from Gary Caldwell? You, you and the holidays words they just pass quickly and move on. Me, and I thought I'd pass it on to the big man. <sighs> Three wise men Halliday called Ellen McGrew Not much hope for the rest of us Right 30 seconds Charlie Your time starts now Name any uncapped player In the Scotland squad today Nathan Parson Which striker left Aberdeen To join Livingston this week Left Livingston to join Aberdeen you mean No Just pass if you don't know it Pass Name the only outfield player In the Euro squad Who's 30 or older um, Grant Hanley Which player played the most minutes For Rangers this season Alan McGregor Which British club is actor Ryan Reynolds The co-owner of Pass Who did St Johnson beat The last time they won The Scottish Cup In 2014 Inverness Okay Brian what do you think Oh I don't know I think it might be a tie mm, Let's find out Let's find out I think the nerves Got the better Charlie McGrew As predicted I mean he Even had the cheek To start questioning me On the questions so that's, that's, <laughs> that's a first Wasted about 15 <laughs> seconds Honestly See to be fair, see, see to be fair mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought After that question as well I uh-huh. said Did he get that mixed up no, <laughs> See a man in Thomas I wanted to say But if he's he, went another way I wanted to say If you, just, want if you both would just Bruce Wait a Anderson, minute lads. I'll explain it to you Right Bruce Name Anderson. any un- a bell, so Name any bell. uncapped player In the Euro squad you had Gilmore, Turnbull or Patterson You both went Patterson, one each Which striker left Aberdeen to join Livingston? It's Bruce Anderson You're right, J. Emmanuel Thomas went the other way So one all after two questions The only, I must admit I think producer Callum made them quite tough for you tonight Especially on the spot The only outfield player in the Euro squad Who's 30 or older is Declan Gallagher Grant Hanley might look older than 30 But he's, he's not So um, who played the most minutes for Rangers this season? Connor Goldson Played every minute 
Maybe I. And uh, Brian was a Rangers fan, and Brian knew it, so he oh, goes two one in front. Yeah. I thought you might know this. You you move in showbiz circles. Uh, maybe not with Ryan Reynolds right enough. He's the Wrexham. co-owner of Wrexham. Yeah, well, who's, who's it with again? Uh, that name's just dropped out my head. Rob McElhenney yes. There we go uh, St Johnson The last time they won The Scottish Cup in 2014 Beat Dundee United It was at Celtic Park That's right For the Commonwealth Games Which means um, I mean an absolute Minging game 2-1 But Brian They all count It's a defeat for Charlie Mulgrew And the sign balls Well done Brian It's <laughs> on his way to Bishop Briggs <laughs> well he, done, he, he lives kind of close to Bishop Briggs I might just get him to drop the ball off On the way home Brian well He'll done. be late I'll be late I'll half fall late for Marks and Spencers <laughs> <laughs> uh, There we go Listen, only ways up. If, so, if, if, we, if we've not put you off for life, if you ever come back, you can do better next time. Palms are soaking here. Honestly. Some cheek away. <laughs> do you know what I mean? The other way. No, I don't. I, I didn't <laughs> think he understood the pass. We'll need to explain that to him again. What's even more disappointing about that is you made it pretty clear to him before, just pass quickly. He, he, he wrote it down <laughs> and then he took the time. To question the questions But you know We live and learn <laughs> We live and learn 01419511025 We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Let's bring in George Who's in Glasgow And see what he took away From today's squad George Hi good evening Paul Yes I've just got A quick question for you um, I see Ryan Fraser Has been included In the squad And I was reading reports um, There's a few articles Where Steve Bruce Mentioned that he's uh, carrying an injury and could be considered a bit of a gamble for the Euros. Now, there's one name I was very, very, very surprised wasn't included in that squad, and that is Ryan Gold. Uh, I've read reports that he's had another fantastic season. Mm-hmm. He's turning heads uh, in in Europe. Uh, in Portugal, yep. season he's had with um, his Portuguese club. In mm-hmm. fact, I think he's been linked uh, with a possible move to one of the Scottish clubs, maybe on loan. And I'm thinking, well, surely he would be ahead of, say, the likes of Ryan Fraser, who seems to be carrying an injury. I was just wanting to know what your thoughts were on that matter. Yeah, what do you make of that, Gary? Um, Steve Bruce saying yesterday it would be a, a gamble, a risk, one of those words he used to take Ryan Fraser. He's not played since the last Scotland Games in March. I think Stevie Clark clearly didn't feel quite as strongly about that when he was when he was asked today. Ryan Fraser, is his position a, a doubt or a question mark over him on the back of that? I'm pretty sure Steve Clark has spoken to Ryan Fraser and the, the physio team, the, the performance team have, have spoke to him. They will know where he is physically. He, he won't be 100% quite clearly, but we've still got a number of weeks, uh, a few games uh, where he can get up to speed. I think he's a player that has to be in the squad. I think he gives us real quality. He gives us an ability to beat people along with James Forrest that you know we don't have a lot of that in the squad. Uh so I, you know, for me, he's, he's got to be in it. I can understand Ryan Gold. You know the the frustration. I think he's playing in in Portugal, so we don't hear enough of him. I'm sure again, Steve Clark and and the team will have done, you know, a, not a lot of analysis on him. They'll have watched him, and and he's just not quite made it. So, uh, for me, I think Fraser has to be in, and and Gold's a bit unlucky. Is there something that Ryan Fraser brings, Charlie, that we maybe are we don't have a lot of? That that's why Steve Clark is more willing to take 
take a so-called risk We don't have many that type of player do we? He's he's played up front a few times isn't he mm-hmm. uh, As part of a two And he's 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 got that pace isn't he We've not got loads of pace in the, squ- in the squad There's James Forrest There's Che Adams. Adams And there's, there's Ryan Fraser Who are, who are the, the ones I can think of that are quick So obviously Steve Cart likes him And trusts him And he's somebody he wants there And as guys said He's obviously looked into it And thought he can get him up to speed With the games that are the games that are coming up and the training that's coming up, so um, he can't be that far away. And he's somebody that that you would have in the squad definitely. Mm. He can play that right wing back if need be as well. And as I say, brings a lot of lot of speed. To the I did wonder if that was, you know, Steve Bruce. Let's be honest, he won't care what Scotland have got lined up this summer, and big clubs want to look after their players. I wondered if that was just part of it. Is that a chance? Quite possibly, yeah. He's you know, like you say, a club manager, an English club manager at that. Yeah. So, so he doesn't care about Scotland, and and he might be trying to protect his his own player. But like I said, I'm sure the Scotland staff and the manager uh, are right up to speed with with where Ryan Fraser is, and he, and he will have you know a chance mm. to make it and and make an impact. Well, George, here's what the manager said about Ryan Gold. He was asked because he won the Premier League Player of the Month award for April. He has had numerous Man of the Match awards this season. His stats are very good. Anyone who's had the the good fortune to watch Portuguese football will tell you he's been impressive. Um, this was Stevie Clark's explanation. Because of the restrictions, it was difficult to get to Portugal to watch Ryan, but fortunately you can watch everything on television these days, so plenty of chances to watch. Good player, had a good season for his club, although his club had a difficult season. Uh, but when you look at the area of the squad that, that Ryan's trying to get into, it's difficult to fit into that squad. You know, it's, He's an attacking midfield player, so... John McGinn, Stuart Armstrong, David Turnbull's had a great season. So it was always going to be a difficult choice and unfortunately for Ryan, he's missed out. What do you make of that, George? Does that, does that explanation cut it for you? Um, yeah, well, uh, yes and no. I, I can understand uh, you know, uh, uh, what Steve Clark's saying regarding uh, the players that he's competing against. But uh, when, when you've highlighted... Uh, you know uh, what Ryan Gold's achieved. Um, you know, again, play of a month, uh, the month awards and things mm-hmm. like that. And he is fast. You know, he's uh, he's a very fast uh, forward. A she Adams type of player that could easily link up with the strikers. That's why I quite like him. Um, yeah, I just thought it would give Steve Clark an extra option, um, even even if we cut our cloth somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, listening to Stevie Clark, Gary, though, he clearly sees him more in competition with David Turnbull, with Ryan Christie, with John McGinn, with Stuart Armstrong, rather rather than Ryan Fraser, and that that is what what's difficult. You're you're not saying that Ryan Gold isn't good, but you're acknowledging that all of those guys we've just mentioned there who do you leave out out of them I mean Turnbull would be the kind of obvious one because he's uncapped but again he's our young player of the year in this country Gold can be good but still just face a really difficult you know group of guys in front of him yeah I, d- I disagree that he's a similar player to Che Adams you know I think Che Adams plays on the last line he wants to run in behind Ryan Gold for me and and Steve Clark intimated that as well as a as a number 10 type player or a wide player who can come into pockets and receive and create with a final pass or or a drop of a shoulder he's not really someone that's going to run and yes he's a dynamic player but he's not a, 
a, a speed player like Jay Adams or, or Ryan Fraser. So uh, I think he's unlucky and he's he's unfortunate because he, he has had a good season, uh, but the competition he's up against is very strong. Uh, thank you, George. Let's bring in Adam in Eaglesham and see what he's got for us. Take it away, Adam. Hi there. Yep, I was just hoping to speak about... Gilmore um, and although I think he is a, a good guy uh, I think on his day yeah, he's, he has it all I mean he's only featured in five games this season and I think that the fact he's been chosen over somebody of a similar age like Ferguson use him as an example of Aberdeen 35 games this season in the league scored a, you know, a fair amount of goals I'm just not sure I think it's a great choice over somebody like Ferguson. If it's a, if it's something to do with a young player getting somebody like that in the squad, why would you choose somebody that's played five times in a league compared to somebody that's played really well for thirty five games? I mean, Lewis Ferguson's a very good player, Adam. But I can almost imagine people at home with this this test. Would Lewis Ferguson get a game for Chelsea? No. Well. I don't know. Is that is that the? I don't think that's a question that we're asking though. Is is it? He's only played five times for Chelsea. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would Lewis Ferguson? And by the way, this sounds horrible because he's a very good player and I like him a lot. But would Lewis Ferguson get one game for Chelsea? I think that he would. He would perhaps struggle. Gary, is that me being unfair? No, I don't think so. And I agree with you. I think he's a very good young player. But would he even be in Chelsea's training squad on a daily basis? I, I'm unsure. So I, I don't mm. see where the argument is I think Billy Gilmore To play at that level uh, At his age and, and push yourself in a team With a world class manager Picking him and trusting him Has to be a top, top player uh, And that's why Steve Clark's picked him You do make Obviously Adam There is a, there is room there for guys That you know are playing a lot and, and are experienced and so on But I just wonder if Billy Is Billy Gilmore maybe just at such a level That it, it has to override that other stuff? No, I mean, you know, that's a, a, a fair argument. You know, I take it on board that he's in a, a great squad and to play five times for a squad like that is a good going. And, uh, you know, that's fine. But I just think, are we doing this thing again in Scotland where we're, we've got a really good guy playing in Scotland, uh, playing every game, and he's been overlooked again? I just, I just, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's a great choice. Billy Gilmore over Lewis Ferguson, not a great choice for Adam. What do you make of it, Charlie? Mm, I, I don't agree with you there, Adam. I, I, I kind of see your point with, with a lot of games. He's played a lot of games this year. Um, but when you look at the level Billy Gilmore's, Billy Gilmore's operating at, I know he's he's not played a lot of games, but he's played five games in a squad with loads of internationals, loads of world class players that are in a Champions League final. He's in a Champions League final squad, so. Mm. Um, it's hard to argue uh, Lewis Ferguson ahead, ahead of Billy Gilmore To be honest with you You know how Stevie Clark operates You also know the level of opposition We're up against Can Billy Gilmore Because his main strength Obviously is what On the ball In the mm-hmm. way the way How comfortable he is on it Does that Does that suit us The, the way we You know Are we are we likely to try and spoil the games That's, Against the, the teams that we're going to play against That, that could be the issue Because we'll We'll have a large percentage of games without the ball, you'd imagine. So, um, Billy Gilmore looks like somebody that comes and gets it and dictates. And don't get me wrong, there will be times where we'll need a bit of composure. We'll need somebody to get four or five passes in and keep the ball. But um, uh, I think uh, Scott McTominay, I think, will play because he can kind of do both sides of it and he's he's good at d- destroying in there. So, that's part of the reason why I don't think Billy, uh, Billy Gilmore will play. But he's... Uh, He's a top quality player And he's somebody that I think He's got to be in the squad Because he's 
there'll be times where we will have the ball and he can come mm. on the, off the bench and, and keep the ball for us and um, he's operating mm. at that level so I think he should be that, that said Gary is there not room to, to to alter your thinking then and you've got someone who's so good at it why not why not alter it slightly change things put him in there and, and allow us to try and keep the ball a bit more is there room for that yeah I think surely <laughs> in football if you have the players the aim is to try and keep the ball off the opposition because if you have it they can't score uh, and I think he is a player that could alter the way we play because he has such quality he can receive in tight spaces you can trust him with the ball alongside McTominay's McGregor's McGinn uh, Armstrong you know you have real you know uh, versatility you have different types of player but he's the one player that that with the ball you, you can mm. trust him you, you you see him with Chelsea He can get out of tight spaces He does like a tackle as well Doesn't he? I noticed that in the last few weeks He's not He's not shrinking violet He'll fly in where you, Again where Again you don't play for Chelsea If all you can do is keep the ball yep. You know You have to be able yep. to run You have to be able to tackle And I think Quite often We we see these players With technical ability And think Oh just because they've got Technical ability They don't do the other side I think he does that really well as well So I don't think that's a, a negative for Adam, me. we don't have to agree But it was nice to hear from you Incidentally, Lewis Ferguson Since Adam brought him up Handed in a transfer request to Aberdeen today And Aberdeen knocked it back So that's maybe one to look out for In the coming days uh, Do you know what? I've sussed Charlie Mulgrew out here It took me a while But what he did was He set the bar so low on Beat the Pundit So that he can then Raise the standards on the It's pool. not been the lowest You said Willie McStay Got a zero didn't A you? few years ago Yeah Craig Beattie got a zero I think Andy Eight Little Got a zero that. I think there was a, there's been a few You got one uh, yeah, uh, Small victories We do have the full time teaser I'll spend the next couple of minutes Explaining that to you But it's coming up next Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Right Charlie Mulgrew and Gary Caldwell are here I'll just give Gary just a wee minute or two Because he's got a mouthful of Haribo there And I don't want to, don't want to interrupt he's very busy So I'll nice. leave you to it uh, We do have a full time teaser for the guys um, Again just been explaining how this works to Charlie You the listeners send the questions to us And we give the guys the last half hour or so To try and come up with the answers I tried to find you an easy one tonight right Mark O'Brien Thank you to Mark for sending in He wants to know Before John Joe Kenny who were the last Englishmen to play 10 or more games in a season for Celtic? Right, sure, surely between the two of you, you can at least make a dent in this. The last Englishman? So, no, the last 11. So prior to John Joe Kenny, who were the last 11 Englishmen to play 10 or more games in a season for Celtic? Chris Commons. Well, no, he played for Scotland though. So. And but he's English. But he played for Scotland. So all we, right. all, we always go football nationality here. All right, sorry. You're fine. Don't have to apologise. Gary Hooper Yes Well done The twelve thirteen season Gary Hooper You've redeemed yourself already Big man Well I don't know He's got another 10 to go Let's not Let's not get carried away So before John Joe Kenny Fraser Foster Yes there we go The most recent one Kelvin Wilson Superb Well done I mean these are teammates of you lot, So I'm not really asking much of you To be fair But You never know Kelvin Wilson Gary Hooper Fraser Foster One more Before we move on what year was it? Sorry, just the last eleven. The so last it, 11 I, I, I don't so mind. Recently. I don't mind giving you a wee clue that takes us back to about the mid two thousands. Lee Naylor. Yes, well done. All right, you've made a good dent in that. Lee Naylor, Gary Hooper, Kelvin Wilson, Fraser Forster. So we're looking for another seven. You've got until the end of the show to do it. So plenty 
of time um, We're about to speak to Nadim Let's hear another bit from Stevie Clark quickly first He was discussing the, the difficulties in, in making decisions that he had to today He says it's always tough for players who don't make the cut But he is insisting that some do still have a chance of making that squad when the Euros roll around I tend only to work one camp back So obviously in, in the March camp Before the March camp I had four or five difficult phone calls Players are left out of that camp uh, This time was, was really only two two difficult phone calls it was Andrew Considine and Leon Palmer uh, Both obviously very disappointed But we have the opportunity to make changes to the squad All the way up until the night before the Or the day before the first game in the tournament I've told them all And it's a message for everybody Who, who maybe thought they had a chance to be involved Is, is stay fit because with the COVID situation and injury situation, you never know. Quite interesting to hear how that process played out in Stevie Clark's mind, talking about how he works one cap, uh, one camp backwards. So he's not apologising to Charlie McGrew for leaving him out, but the only two really were Andy Considine and Leon Palmer. The rest, there was injuries, Ollie McBurney, Ollie Burke and so on, so they wouldn't have come into it. But they're the only two that he felt were, were contentious, if you like, because that was the, the previous camp. Yeah, I, I can understand that, to be honest. I think... You know, you seen Jurgen Klopp the other night with Manny when when they had the kind of argument, and you can't go around everyone and explain everything all the time, and you understand people are going to be disappointed. And I think international football is even more so because you see sometimes you see it's kind of month to month, early part of the season, but then you go the November to March one where you don't see your players for mm-hmm. five months. Aye, so how far back is he going to go? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. you can understand that. Yeah. You? It's, it's how far back do you go in the amount of players that, that have played probably in the campaign? Yeah. It's it's a, it's a it's, you can probably understand why. How tough do you think that would be on on Andy Considine, Liam Palmer? Now, I know they've not they've obviously not played like you know loads of times, but. They were there They've been in a lot Of the recent squads See to get that phone call How how tough would that be? That must be a real A real sickener Because um, I can't remember a squad That Liam Palmer's not been in For the last yeah. Three or four Since Steve Clark took over really So he must have thought He had a right good chance And he was actually starting up He was probably You would just a couple was, didn't he? Uh, he? You might have said He was he was challenging For a place in, in the team So He'll be disappointed And then Andy obviously Came in and done very well um, there's obviously Andy's song and that as well. It's That's it. he'll he'll get he'll get a gig during the summer, will he not? Aye. If he doesn't get a call up, he'll be dancing somewhere. <laughs> he'll be singing somewhere, <laughs> won't he? Um, he'll be dressed up in the Euros, <laughs> won't he? A camper van just <laughs> dressed in drag, driving down. Ten minute, ten, ten pound again, and see him. Manny's got Manny's got and Timbies. Did, did the oh, so you, that would have been before after your time when he came into the squad. I wonder, I wonder if the the video has been played. In there And what they make of it Because it's, it's alarming isn't it Let's be honest It's unbelievable isn't it ah, it's Aye I'm sure it's been played many a time I don't know I mean It's strange It's, it's, it's hard to get your head isn't it Fair play to him But do you know what It, it, it reminds me of um, Remember Will Griggs on fire And it was the, the theme tune of the, of the Euros And I don't think he played a single minute That's right That's that, Will Griggs So he did And were you sick fed up with the song No it was amazing <laughs> We actually, We won the league that year And we were actually the staff We went to Portugal And we were in Maria's A little beach restaurant Right in the Right in the beach Sun was shining The whole bar Was singing Will Griggs on fire uh, It was a brilliant song for me But yeah It did Probably did get overplayed yeah, They caught well the, con- the, the boogie Will can live on I'm sure Handy concert And as Stevie Clark says You just never know Horribly There might be Injuries on the eve Of the tournament Or whatever So I mean we hope not But There will be people there Ready to take their opportunity Let's bring in Nadim, who is in Livingston. What's your point tonight, Nadim? 
Hi, Gordon, Gary, and Charlie. Thanks for taking my call. Pleasure. Um, first, first thing is, um, yeah, I mean, overall, absolutely, you know, um, over the moon with with the squad. I think with the inclusion of uh, the three uncapped players, especially Turnbull and and Patterson, the more, the more attacking players, you know. And I think we're going to have to attack teams if we want to go, you know, if we want to win games, we're going to have to score goals. And those those players can kind of create goals or, or score goals, especially Turnbull. You know, you can you can shoot from distance. So overall, I think it's a it's a really good squad. My point was to Charlie. How you doing, Charlie? You okay? How you doing, all right? I'm good, thanks. Um, yeah, it was just I think it was really the start of the show, Charlie. I think uh, Gordon had asked you, would you have taken Lee Griffiths, you know, to, to the Euros in the squad, and you said he would have. Uh, for, for me, I mean, from my point of view, I mean, I, I think Lee Griffiths, without a doubt, I think he is probably the most natural goal scorer in the squad if he's in the squad. But the fact that he's not been fit, you know, he's, he's been overweight, he's been, he's, he's not, he's not in form, he's hardly played for Celtic all season. I just think, you know, if if, if, if Stevie Clark was to include him in the squad, what kind of example does that set to the rest of the squad, especially for players that have missed out? Like you just said, you know, that obviously um, Lawrence Shanklin's missed out. You know, if, if, if Griffiths comes in before him. You know, what, what does that say? Shanklin, you know, you, you know you're, good, you're good enough for previous squads, but, you know, Griffiths, you know, might be overweight, he might not be fit, but, he, he, you know, he's, 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 he's ahead in the, in the squad. No, I totally understand your point, and, and I can I can sympathise with, with Steve Clark in that way, and, and it does set, doesn't he set the greatest example if um, you're bringing in a, a, a player that's maybe not on form mm-hmm. and isn't fit? But um, my thinking behind it was just, for the sake of the full nation, if you're turning around needing a goal in the last minute, you're maybe not thinking, oh, what examples this setting? What's this? What's that? You're thinking, I need a goal. We need a goal. Everybody needs a goal. Who can score goals? Lee Griffiths, he'll be sitting somewhere in Edinburgh at the time when he could be sitting behind you in the bench. Um Available if you need if you need him and and I know it's as you say he's not been fit and he's um, he's maybe not set the greatest example and it won't be setting a great example but the main thing is that Scotland won games and and I think that everybody would understand uh, in the squad and if the manager get your arm round him and said we need you, mm. you, you you're going to be here there's friendlies before it I want to see you prove your fitness and then you're, yeah. you you can you can you can be there. Yeah, I think sorry, Gordon. I was just going to come in. Yeah, I, I think I, I take your point. I did say earlier on that he, he has a he has an actual goal scorer, and yeah, you know, with ten minutes to go or five minutes to go, he needs a goal, you know, and, and you bring him on, he's a good chance of scoring. But I just I just think overall, I think that the, the team that Steve Clark's picked is you know is a, is a decent attacking minded team. So you might not need you know it's Lee, Lee Griffiths to come off ten minutes from bench, mm. but just saying that as well, you you may have Ryan Fraser on the bench. You could bring him on, you know, if if he needs a goal or or you know when another attacking players to come on so I, I, I do agree he is, he is a good, good striker but I just think it's not the best example to I, say and also sorry you go. I did say I did sorry I, I did say um, I would also have had uh, Lorne Shanklin in the squad because of the same reasons yeah, you, and you, you were wanting to perhaps leave out another defender yeah. rather than drop the striker I would have left another defender maybe two defenders and don't get me wrong these these defenders if they're listening will be cursing me at the moment but I, I I played with these guys and they're great guys but I mean in terms of I feel as if we're pretty solid as a team against the ball and I think that uh, there's times there will be times guaranteed in the tournament where we need a goal for a draw or a last minute winner or something and I think that to look round and, and see a couple of central defenders or, or full backs sitting there you need everybody in the squad but I would have I would have replaced them personally Maybe in the, maybe in the final if jo- if Josh the first caller's prediction He's going to won it doesn't matter we've, got, we've won it we're sound Um Nadim, I think the other point that I think someone made it last night where, you know, it's a good debate, but I wonder how much 
any of the kind of fourth choice striker, if you like, how, how much game time they would get. It's brilliant to see Kevin Nisbet go. He's had a brilliant season, and you know whether it would have been Lee Griffiths in that place or or whatever. Is it not more likely that Che Adams is number one, Lyndon Dykes is is number two? If we even play them both, it might be one or the other. It might also be the case that you know the way we sometimes set up, Ryan Fraser goes off one of them, Ryan Christie goes off one of them, maybe even John McGinn gets pushed up. Do you think the kind of the fourth choice striker, if you like, we'll see much of them, whoever it is? Um, yeah, possibly not. But I, yeah, possibly not. But I think that the, the point I would come back on that, Gordon, is to say that if, if let's say it was Lee Griffiths and it wasn't um, Kevin Nisbet, the fact that Kevin Nisbet's fit, he's been scoring goals all season, he's on form. Surely putting him on, it's better chance of getting a goal than it would be an, an unfit, you know, off form Lee Griffiths. You know, doing that, but the good thing is, you just pointed out, you just illustrated the point as well. I think is the fact that we've got options up front. You know, hopefully, it does I think it'd be great if you did play Lyndon Dykes and share them together because I think they work well together. You know, I think Lyndon Dykes wins a lot of balls in the air and he can knock them down for for Sheridan's pace to get onto it. But we've got we've got options, and I think I think we'll do well. I think I, I definitely believe that we can qualify from the group. I think it's, I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing as you can probably tell. I can't wait for the year to start. It's a lo- I love the optimism It's not often we get optimism on this show Brilliant Thank you very much Nadeem 01419511025 John McGinn is playing brilliantly for Aston Villa tonight Everyone seems to be raving about his performance We've got him on the TV as well Let's maybe just get him to tone it down Last 10 minutes Take it easy Foot off the gas a wee bit if he doesn't mind um, 2-1 up against Spurs with 12 minutes to go uh, We will go back to the phones very soon how are you getting on with this teaser? Prior to John Joe Kenny, who were the last 11 Englishmen to play 10 or more games in a season how for far, Celtic? How far back, sorry, are we going? So it, it will take you to about the mid-2000s. So you've got Lee Naylor, Gary Hooper, Kelvin Wilson, Fraser Forster. Chris Sutton. Yes. And with that comes... Alan Thompson. Yep. Steve Guppy. No. Give him the big one, it's an unbelievable Adam Virgo. He's not on this list When did he leave? Have we got a stewards inquiry? So he it might, happens he might not have played 10 games He might not have played 10 ah. games But he left and Yeah so he's, the time frame's right yeah. Adam Virgo How many games did he play? Producer Callum In one season? Because that There we go He's played 12 overall But that was split across So there we go oh. We're off the hook Mark Right uh, 01419511025 More time for your calls next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gary Caldwell and Charlie Mulgrew are here. 99 Scotland caps between them. It's been great to get their insight on that squad today. We're on the full-time teaser as well, though. Um, they're better at representing Scotland than they are at quizzing, I must admit. But to be fair, they're doing not too badly on the teaser. This one prior to John Joe Kenny Who were the last 11 Englishmen To play 10 or more games In a season for Celtic Martin Lee has cleared up Your query even further Because Adam Virgo Represented Scotland So he's off He doesn't even He doesn't tick any of these boxes So we're fine You've got Fraser Forster Scotland football team The B team I think he played for At one point yeah There we go Ever playing the B team yeah, what? I did that. What happened to the B team? Bertie Volks. That, that was the last one, wasn't it? Bertie Volks era. Was it? Bertie Volks brought the B team back. Oh, we should bring that back. Why not? Um, right, so you've got Fraser Forster, Kelvin Wilson, Gary Hooper, Lee Naylor, Alan Thompson, Chris Sutton. On oh, you go, big man. You're on fire. Scott Sinclair. 
Yes well Hardy done. Roberts Ah he's flying now Right okay Many, many left Three The three hardest ones Obviously Is it Two in particular Oh, I'll be impressed I will be so impressed Come on When What years did you span At Celtic 2010-2016 Right you definitely played with At least one of them Maybe two oh, Come on <laughs> but, but, man. but These these are tough These are tough You You were, the, you were 2010 I left From Six Try to think Yeah well you, you You probably caught this guy as well Yep Okay We'll wait and see uh, Let's bring in Ken Who's on the line Hi Ken how you doing, God? You're just teasing them with that teaser of the night, aren't you? I know, honestly, they're struggling. They're struggling. I know. You're they did well you're so wicked, far. Man. What do you make of that squad uh, today? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm quite hopeful for the squad. I mean, I'm gutted that Lee Griffiths isn't playing. You know what I mean? He's not the first player who's... I mean, he wouldn't have been the first player who wasn't getting regular games and, and getting picked for the, the Scotland squad. I mean, I think it was Alan Hutton who's hardly playing, but he's in every squad going, I think. You know what I mean? But no, I'm quite hopeful of getting past the group stages for once. So we've never, I've never done that, as far as I recall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been watching the tournament since 1978. That's the first one I remember. You know, but I'll be also quite interested to see how Jack Hendry does. I mean, Belgium Player of the Year. He's done great in his last couple of outings in Scotland, and I think Celtic should keep him. And also, I would love to see Charlie come back, and part of his role to be to to help the, the young defenders coming through. No disrespect to Gary Caldwell. Charlie, I think is, is this at Scotland or at club player. level you're talking about? At club level, I would say I was going back at Celtic to help with the youngsters, but oh. in the Scotland setup, I would like to see. I hope Jack Henry's playing in all the yeah. games, and the way he's been, I would want Celtic to keep him. But I'm also hopeful that this squad can actually get us through the group stages. Gary, you are our Jack Henry expert, but you never thought such a thing existed. But what do you make of him, his inclusion, and what he could offer this summer? D- delighted to see him doing so well uh, He was somebody I bought uh, When I was manager of Wigan From, from Partick Thistle After seeing him for one game uh, In pre-season We thought he was outstanding Had fantastic attributes Pace Could play Was was big Good in the air uh, And just I think just Probably a little bit immature When we signed him And needed time to, to develop And he went on loan in England And then to Dundee uh, And then obviously Celtic signed him And He's took a little bit of time to, to mm-hmm. find his feet there as well And I think he is somebody that as he matures uh, Could play for Celtic and, and could play for Scotland Because he has all the attributes to be a top centre half He went out of the squad for a bit So I'm thinking when he was first in the squad Would that have overlapped right. with you? We went to um, Peru We went to Peru and played Mexico Yeah, Peru and Mexico we went to We played both of them um, Before the last World Cup I think it mm-hmm. was um, And he came away No, as, as Gaz said he's got all the attributes He's... Um, He's quick, he's very good on the ball um, and he's good in the air. So sometimes it just takes a few years for a, a defender especially to develop and get that maturity. And um, It looks like he's, he's the kind of pennies dropped this year where I'm in Belgium, but the sounds it, I've not, I've not actually seen him playing, and, uh, but I've heard he's done really well, mm-hmm. so maybe this is his time to shine. Has he got a chance of actually impacting that, that starting 11? I really should have warned you about this. I was going to say, I wonder if you could, if you were to pick tomorrow... Euros kick off what, what is the best 11 that we've got Does Jack Henry play Or does it depend on If Scott McTominay becomes a midfielder or not what, What's your kind of gut on how Roughly then You don't need to be sure But what, what do you think the team looks like What's about the strongest I, we've got I from that squad I don't think he plays If I was picking I, I would go 3-5-2 yeah. I've said this before yeah. I'd go Marshall I'd go Tierney 
I'd go McKenna and instead of Hanley, but I think I'd probably go Hanley. So no Cooper either. Uh, no, I think I would put McTominay at right centre back for a number of reasons to get other players in the team. But I mm-hmm. think he's very good there. He actually went there for Man United uh, the other night. Uh, my midfield would be McGregor, Armstrong, and McGinn. Okay, and then I'd go Dykes and Che Adams and Robertson and O'Donnell. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry. no, who is the obvious one you missed out there? No Ryan Christie, no Liam Cooper, no Ryan Fraser, etc. Right, okay, Charlie, do you differ? I would go Craig Gordon and goals. Would you? Uh, yep. I would mm. go Grant Hanley right centre back. I would go um, Declan Gallagher centre of the three, and I would play KT Kieran Tierney on the left. Mm-hmm. I'd play Ro- Robbo, Andy Robertson left wing back. I'd play Stephen O'Donnell right wing back, and I would go with the four. I would go with four in there, a narrow four. I'd go James Forrest. I would go Callum McGregor on the left I'd go McTominay and McGinn in the middle And I would go uh, Che Adams up front Oh I, I like that's experimental I like that I, And I would play the, the the two The four in there I would play narrow And they two became sort of tens When, when we had the ball Which two? Forrest and McGregor? Forrest and McGregor That would be where anyway, I would go Just something a bit different like So uh, at the back Why what Declan Gallagher Wasn't Didn't feature I think in the last meeting Um in and out at Motherwell recently But you think they can, uh, Is it the Serbia game For instance That type of run That you think He, he can think, get in there Yeah I think he defends the, ball, uh, the box well And I think that We'll need to do a lot of that I think him Grant Hanley And KT's been brilliant At left centre back mm. Reading the play and, and getting in there He's not the biggest But he gets his body in And he's Really good defender so, uh, He sniffs out the danger But Declan I would have in there Just because he, he, The way he played Against Mitrovic Yeah you really would hope good. he would do that against Harry Kane and against the, the other strikers that he's come up against. And I think he defends the ball, the the, the box very well. I just I think the mobility. I think especially England. I know Harry Kane. You know, I don't think he is big, but he's got more mobility than Mitrovic. And then the pace that England could produce round mm-hmm. about that is is quite scary, to be honest. Do but you think they'll be? Do you think they'll be high enough up the pitch to expose that? Possibly, I, I agree with you that we'll obviously sit very deep, but at some point in the game we're going to be, and that's why I think I think McKenna's got pace. I think McTominay's got pace. Uh, Tierney's got pace. You know, I think we, if we want to try and win a game at some point, we're going to have to come out at some point, and that's yeah. where, you know, I, I think these games, the, the quality of opposition we're going to be up against, the mobility of the front players is going to be. Scary Do you know who's got pace? Grant Hanley's got pace, and no many people. Yep. He doesn't look quick. But I read that someone at Norwich saying he's like the, the second quickest or he's one powerful, of the quickest. Eh? He's very powerful. Powerful. He covers the ground very quick in the speed gates and all that. He's always up there, so he's got pace. So I think, in my opinion, if, if uh, the centre one of the three is the one you could probably carry without pace into it. I used to play there. So. Oh, it suits me and you. <laughs> it was made for me and you. That. <laughs> Um, no, nah, nah, I would, I would definitely have Dekey yeah. in there, but um, everybody's different, isn't they? And just quickly to round off, Ken wants you back at Celtic. You are. Do you want, is this? Do you want us to put out a, a shout out? Any clubs out there? We, I think we have the power. I think we can get you. Go for it. Throw it there. Cheers, Ken. Cheers for that, mate. Um, are you on, are you on the lookout. Hey, just I, in my ear. He wants you to go to Dundee United. Ken's got you back at Celtic. <laughs> you on the yeah. lookout. Uh, hopefully something coming up soon. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's happening, but uh, mm. hopefully get signed up somewhere. But soon. You're, you're back up here, living now, and it's likely we would see you in Scotland at some point this season. Yes, I would imagine so. There we go. Uh, thank you, Ken. Let's squeeze in one more. It'll need to be quite quick. But Kevin, take it away. 
How are you doing? Oh, yeah. All right. Lovely. Nice to speak to you, Charlie and, and Gary, man. Big Celtic fans. So nice to speak to you, boys. How are you but, doing? Uh, nice to speak to you. It was just about the uh, the squad. I think, same as some other fans, um, I wouldn't say I was shocked, but maybe a wee bit surprised that he didn't gamble on Lee Griffiths because I think if it gets to a stage where you're really needing a goal, maybe we've got the last game, 20 minutes to go, we need a goal. Lee Griffiths is the kind of guy that can come on and just smash one in for anywhere. Three kicks situations as well. He's just, uh, it's just, like, he's just, you have many managers saying he's actually the best finisher at Celtic. That's including Edward Dembele when they were there. Lee Griffiths was the better finisher out of them all. Uh, and I know his attitude hasn't been great, but I would have still gambled on him because, let's be honest, if unless Billy Gilmore isn't or, or Turnbull aren't they going to play two of the three games? What really is the point of them being there? That, that's just as big a gamble in my eyes, especially with Gilmore, who's played. He's only played a handful of games. I know I've been on the show commented about him before, but most of the games he's. I know he's played five or three appearances in the league, but he's made it, most appearances are in like cup games against lower league teams and. I know he's a cracking prospect. He's got to be brilliant for us in the future. He's got to be excellent. But is he really got to play that many games in the strongest part of your squad? The weakest part is up front. And I would have just loved to have seen a gamble on Lee Griffiths. And um, on McGregor, uh, it pains me to see it. But if that phone call didn't take place, asking McGregor to come back, I would be shocked because that guy has been absolutely outstanding this year. And I know he doesn't like us and Celtic fans don't really like him that much either. But when it comes to Scotland... He's by far the best keeper in Scotland And one of the top three or four in Britain you know? Yeah he's had some season So it's on that point about Billy Gilmore Kevin's got it down as a as a gamble And says he, he doesn't see him with much game time uh, I'm trying to think who the most similar would be That you both named He's nothing like McTominay stature and So you both had Callum McGregor for instance Didn't you in your yeah. team could, could, could Billy Gilmore go and do a Callum McGregor role in the team Could he get serious minutes? I think he could yeah Like I said I think Everyone that's named in that squad has the opportunity to impress the manager, none more so than the three new players because the manager's never seen them in a training environment. He's never seen them day to day, what their character's like, and they have a chance to really impress on them and, and force themselves into the team. Mm. So uh, I could see e- either one of them getting in, uh, but likewise, the team that, you know, that I would pick, and, I, and I'm pretty sure that Steve Clark would pick, is going to be experienced it's going to be people they trust uh, and these boys are going to need to produce something exceptional to get in that team Kevin thinks it's a gamble to take Billy Gilmore or is that I think you've already kind of shown your hand on that you, you don't quite agree mm, no I don't I don't think it's a gamble I, th- I agree with the decision to take Billy Gilmore because um, when we played in the squads guys at training 11 v 11 is so intense isn't they Everybody's trying to show that they're. Are they really? Do you notice that? Aye. The ones I were involved in, everybody was fighting for their place. Everybody knew there was spaces up for grabs. So I'd imagine. That's what you want. Aye. As a manager, that's what you want to see. You want to see Billy Gilmore and Scott McTominay right up against each other competing, you know, yeah. in the right way because then you know you've got a squad that's capable of achieving something. And yeah. probably for another day because we're running out of time, there'll be people at the SFA delighted Nathan Patterson and Billy Gilmore. To performance school graduates Remember these things were set up To try and create players Who would eventually get us to tournaments And two two of them are in there So um, maybe that one's for another day Because I think we're running out of time Thank you Kevin um, From the town of Motherwell Good place to be Thanks Kevin We will leave it there I think Because we're running out of time And we do have time to round off this teaser though So chance for you two to finish on a high Prior to John Joe Kenny Who were the last 11 Englishmen To play 10 or more games In one season For 
Celtic You've got Fraser Forster Scott Sinclair Paddy Roberts Kelvin Wilson Gary Hooper Lee Naylor Alan Thompson And Chris Sutton I think you've got Is it three to get? I'm struggling Are you? Danny Fox But he's nah, Played for Scotland didn't he? Oh no uh, I'm struggling as well To be honest Right okay um, The one I'm going to be kicking myself I know it for a fact Furthest back Right Is about 05-06 Heck of a career down south And now a uh, Daytime TV presenter Dion Dublin Dion Dublin Oh my god Right The most recent one That you've not got yet Definitely in your spell Charlie uh, Has gone down And had a pretty good career At Preston Amongst others I think Preston Fullback Oh my god Darnell Fisher Darnell Fisher He's at Middlesbrough now Is he sorry Fisher And the last one The 2009-10 season So I don't know if you both have played with this guy <laughs> Didn't play very often the same surname as Alan Oh Centre half Yes The Peterborough Oh the big Josh uh, Josh Thompson Very clear with him There we go Tony signed him We got mm-hmm. there in the end Thank you very much Gary Caldwell Charlie McGrew Thoroughly enjoyed getting your Scotland insights Hopefully we'll speak to you both soon uh, Charlie will even promise to turn up on time next time He, he promised me he'll be back for that So thank you to thank you. you lot for your calls Johnny Campbell's up next